Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office podcast. Today is the last in our seven-part series on the time and space style inventory, which was designed by Sina Block and Sunny Schlinger. And there will be a link down below for you to be able to take this assessment if you so desire. It's five, 10 minutes of your time. And it helps you determine where on the spectrum of various aspects of productivity you fall so that then you can work with your own style to become more productive in your office and in your business and in your life. So there will be a link down below. I would love for you to go ahead and take a look at that. And I just, I highly recommend it. I learned a ton from doing it about myself and how I operate. And of course, it allows me to really help my clients when I can see where they stand on that spectrum on a variety of things. So as you know, there were three on space. This is the third and last on time. I, of course, interviewed Sino. We had a complete blast on the podcast. You can go back to look at one of the former episodes for that. I apologize for not knowing the exact episode number. I tell you what, I'll put it in the notes. Hooray, now I'm off the hook. I will definitely put it in the show notes. At any rate, today is about action, how you take action. And on the spectrum, remember, it's not good or bad. It's a judgment-free zone. One side is impulsive, the other side is cliffhanger. I find this one a bit baffling because they're kind of similar. The first one of all these where I don't see how they're really at opposite ends. But maybe I'm missing something and as we talk through it, we'll find out what that's about. So how do you take action so that you can create a comfortable and pleasurable feeling around your well-being and around your productivity? So are you someone who initiates information or are you someone who waits for it? That sounds very opposite. Do you recognize when an opportunity is important? And this is also around decision-making about, let's say you have several alternatives and you have to make a choice and you have to be aware of what the consequences are of that choice. And it's also about Leaving room for unexpected changes in your schedule, things that come up like the unforeseen events in life. And I feel pretty well qualified to talk about this, having survived cancer, having had two family situations with illness in the folks in the generation just above mine, one of whom died of cancer in May and the other whom is 
thriving, doing great, had a heart issue. So I, I, I know what it's like to suddenly have life intervene. And how do you keep your business running? How do you keep working at your job when you have something that's all about your family or your personal life and you need to make decisions and choices? I'm actually in the middle of one right now, not a family or bad situation or anything. My virtual admin will be away for 10 days. And so I've had to get a lot of contact done in advance. I'm actually recording this about two weeks in advance. So it's ready because she needs to be able to be away without worrying about me. And good for her. She should be away without worrying about me. And let me tell you something. She, we have set things up so that she can take care of things when I'm away. So it's a pretty amazing thing. We're going to talk a lot about that today, about what kind of systems you can put in place to do these things. So let's start with impulses. Who are you? What kind of person are you? You tend to act spontaneously. You tend to get bored easily. You hate routine and maintenance tasks. Hello, that's me. I do not like routine and maintenance tasks. However, I'm learning how to embrace them because then they get done. You might miss deadlines, which means you're letting other people down. You love instant gratification. I want it done yesterday. Uh, you tend to act in haste. You might act first and think later. You prefer to avoid dealing with difficult feelings. And you fully discomfort. Run away, run away. I always think of the uh, segment from Monty Python. <laughs> And you're not prone to being able to sit in one place for extended periods of time. And that is very definitely me. I need to get up. I need to do different things. I need to task switch to some extent. So this is a podcast recording day, but I had a meeting in between podcast one and podcast two. And then I will be meeting with another client after this podcast and then we'll be going on to a different task. You might say any of the following. I love change. It's fun. I don't like being tied down to schedule. You only live once. YOLO. I still don't get the yellow thing, but okay. And I'll just do that later. So what do you need now? You need a longer term planning system. So what you want to look at is what are your goals over the course of the next 90 days? You're probably not someone who's going to plan for an entire year. It's wise to have something that sort of says, this is where I envision myself in five years, three years, one year, but you're not going to want to be sort of put in that box. So the great thing is a project, a sort of natural time period for a project is about 90 days. It took me about, I'm going to say it took me a little more than 90 days to get my podcast up and running, but not much more than 90 days. And that's a beautiful thing. So. You're going to want to do routine reviews of everything you do. You know, what are your routines? Review them. Make sure you're staying on top of things. Don't let things drop through the crack. Cracks. You're going to want to set daily targets. So one of the ways I recommend doing this is just to write down your top three priorities at the end of the afternoon and do your work day. And then when you come in in the morning, you're going to choose one of those priorities to work on first before you do anything else. So I set a timer for 25 minutes. For me this morning, the first task was to get a podcast recorded. So I did not set a timer for that because I don't want it to ding while I'm doing a podcast. 
But let's say after this, I have my client meeting and then I'm going to write an easy. I will chunk time. So I'm going to take 25 minutes to work on writing and then I'll take a nice five minute break. You want to allow time for spontaneity in your schedule. You want to break your time. Well, I said 25 minutes. It can be 25 or 30 minutes. And then you want to have reminders of your goals and you want to have them written very large. Now, these could be posted by your desk. They could be words. They could be a vision board. I have both. On one side of me, I have a what I call my client vision board, which is how I envision my clients want to feel with me and how I want to feel for them while I'm working with them. So that's on one side of me. And on the other side, I have a list of my six core values that everything I decide and do comes out of those. And so I'll actually tell you my six core values. I'm going to look because I won't remember. They are health, family, and freedom, creativity, honesty, and flexibility. So I, one of my core, core values is ethics and honesty. And I make sure to live and breathe that. I almost don't even need that written down. I really don't need any of these anymore because I, written down, that is, because I now embody those values. I make all my decisions out of those core values. If you haven't done anything where you do a core value assessment, there are tons online. I tried one that I didn't really like. I can't remember exactly what it was. But what I will do is find one that I do like, or at least a list of core values and pop that in to the show notes. And I do teach a course at the Coffee's Transformation where we go through a time management evaluation that includes determining your core values. Okay. On to the cliffhanger. And you know what I like about these words is like, it's, it's an action segment and you've got cliffhangers. I feel like I'm in a movie. So who are you? Crastinator. Yes. Procrastination is an issue amongst cliffhangers. You believe that an adrenaline rush comes from a time pressure deadline. If I just have someone saying this absolutely positively has to be done now, I will finally do it. When I first started this podcast, there was a lot of that. I did not like that feeling at all, the time pressure thing. Any last minute starts you have can add to your stress. You may not even realize it. They can result in missed deadlines. You can often underestimate the amount of time certain tasks take. You can drive people who like to plan absolutely batty. I have learned how to be a planner. And I, I might drive people batty with my planning, but that's all their issue. If you're a cliffhanger, you might dislike boredom. And so you create and thrive in a crisis-like atmosphere. So you're a part of making that happen in order to get that adrenaline rush. I don't know if that really makes sense the way I explain it. But in essence, by pushing off deadlines, by procrastinating, you now create this crisis-like atmosphere because it absolutely positively has to be done, right? So you, you enjoy that rush feeling. And the other and last thing about you is people forcing you to be accountable may actually diminish your productivity. So you might say things like this. I love to race against time. 
I'll start tomorrow. I do my best work under pressure. Or I ran out of time. So what do you need now? And this goes back to explaining how we monitor time. So you're going to monitor your time. You're going to do a time tracker of some kind. There are some online. I think Harvest is one of them. Again, I'll pop that in the show notes. You want to get a sense of how long things really take to complete. So I used to think that since this is a 17 to 20 minute podcast, it would only take me 17 to 20 minutes. That's actually not true. It takes me way more than that because I write up show notes, then I edit them, I make sure they're the way I want them. And then when I actually do the recording, sometimes I end up saying, I don't like how that recording started and I delete and I start over. Now I've got to take the time to reschedule that recording and set it up. So typically when I sit down to do a recording, I know it's going to take me a solid 30 minutes with the pre-prep and then after making sure the recording is done and then it's filed in the right place. So with this time tracker, do at least three days where you write down your time in half hour increments. Make sure you really get a sense of where your time is going. You will be very, very surprised at how much longer things take to do than you thought. I was. Then you're going to want to identify your highest priorities and put them on your schedule. And you've got to have a start time and an end time. So I usually start with the end in mind. I always start with the end in mind. And that is, when is the project due? So for me, I had made my own date on when the podcast would be due. But I did finally really set a date on that for, I'm going to say late March, and then we went on vacation, and so it really became more like April. That is because there were glitches, there were issues, et cetera. So see, this the stuff that you can't anticipate or plan for. You want to keep those in mind. I have this going on with a client who's trying to get a course out right now. And there's little glitchy things that are coming up. I'm coaching them through it. It's okay. You know, you still have a few weeks to your deadline. You're going to get there. Not a worry. So then you want to schedule a start time for the project or else you'll never get to it, right? You'll just blow it off right up until the final date. And with the backwards scheduling and the start time, in between, you're going to put little pieces of the project along the way. And if you schedule those in such a way that you sort of have a drop dead date, a true deadline for each of those, you will actually get that rush out of completing that piece. Hope that makes sense. So you're going to double the time you think it's actually going to take because until you really get a sense of what things take, the best way to make sure you have enough time is just to double it. I strongly recommend, and I really had to learn this, you don't want to complete things last minute. So only low priority tasks can you complete last minute anymore. Huh? Sorry, folks. That's just the way it's going to be. And you're going to want to have a plan B in case things go wrong. So even with this podcast, I have an extra podcast lined up, hidden away under some category like TBD. A couple of weeks ago when I was recording the podcast, everything went wrong with my computer. I mean, I literally was taking it into the Geek Squad at Best Buy. God bless them. They turned it around in about 48 hours. I did not have a podcast recorded and I didn't have a way to do it. My other computer is just not worthy of recording podcasts. There is equipment you need and it didn't have it. 
So I was ending up, I think I actually missed a week confession time. If you look back, you'll see there's actually a week that I missed because there are other people who have to do pieces to this after I finish recording. And it's not, I just hit record and that's it. I don't have magical fairies who turn it around in 30 seconds. They need time. So typically I'm recording podcasts on either Friday, the weekend, or at the latest Monday for it to go up on Thursday. So start looking at your time this way. Think about what tasks you have on a weekly basis that need to be done on a different time frame. Monday tends to be my major day for content because I also put out a e-newsletter, which is not the podcast on Thursday, which means I'm having to get that written on Monday. But I have some little tricks. So with social media posts, I make sure that my posts are lined up through at least the following Monday. So that if we get to Monday and, oh my God, I forgot to do it, I have a few hours to get them ready to get them out to my person. Mostly I end up doing social media content at true confession time early Saturday morning before the rest of my family's up. I'll do a lot of that writing then. It's quiet. I'm not focused on clients and other work. I don't work a 60 hour work week. So I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to work for two hours Saturday morning. I don't mind at all. I love my flexible time working for myself. I love having Friday afternoon off. When my daughter gets home from school, I'd love to have a good chunk of the afternoon off to spend time with her on Friday. So that's just how I do my time. You may be in a more traditional nine to five job. Figure out how you're going to slot these tasks in within your time schedule. And the last thing is, especially for people who are cliffhangers, you've got to have time for spontaneity. So I know it sounds crazy to schedule things like a date with your spouse or time with your kids, but it's definitely worth doing. Um, I also like scheduling time for spontaneity within my work. So I might say, I know these certain little tasks need to get done and I'm going to do them when it's convenient to me and it feels a little more spontaneous. It's kind of hard to correlate it with work. It's a lot easier to correlate it with personal life on the spontaneity factor. But I can assure you, whether you're an impulsive or a cliffhanger, scheduling your time, getting a sense of where you spend your time and how you prioritize it, and basing that all off your core values will change everything for you. You will find that your life is much, much easier and much more fun. So go out there, take some action. Check out the show notes. If you're loving the podcast, it would be so great if you would share it with other people. I would love to reach more people so they can learn about what their productivity styles style is and have the tools so that they can become more productive as well. There's nothing I want more than to have clients who are wildly successful in their businesses. So check out the show notes. Like I said, if you're loving this, please share it with friends. Like it and put a comment. I would so value that. I hope you have an amazing day. I'm wishing you all success and I'll see you in the circle. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. 
I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.